0: Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is April 19th, and this is episode 186. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. Beautiful day over here in BC. We've got some exciting things to talk about in the charts and the price action today. So stick around and let's dive right into it. So the move we've been talking about and foreseeing is finally up foot. We continue to push down in these more medium-term time frames, pushing into the short-term macro. Obviously, we've taken a, an extra step or two in the direction uh, of the upside that, you know, maybe we weren't expecting. We did obviously test into 30, 31K. We are since rejecting from that test. And more than likely, continuation to the downside is likely for the next probably uh, I'm looking up until mm, probably this, you know, the start of uh, May. So for the next 10, 15 days, essentially, uh, we're more than likely looking for continuation to the downside. And starting here with the four day chart, um, just because our weekly isn't giving us any change as of yet, we can see that coming into play. We see the four-day printing a potential doji in the next three days. Obviously, usually, you know, uh, accounted with a reversal. We have bearish divergences, again, stacked all over the map between Ethereum, Bitcoin, on the market liberator, on the wolf pack. Across all the things, we're starting to see the pinch, right? Red dots coming up, money flow turning back down. Everything in these four days as of right now is still looking like downside continuation pressure is still coming um we get something down into like our daily as well you know we can see that obviously the bulls really didn't want to lose this level they really really don't want to lose 285, 28600. 600 that's the key level that we need to get closes below in order to basically be able to retest back into 27 200 to be able to test into 26 500 and everything else that's below us we need to get that close below the previous, what was resistance uh, ceiling and now uh, floor support. So as far as Bitcoin goes, a close below 28.5, 28.6 would be the thing that we need to see over the next couple days in order to get continuation from here. Uh, When we bust ourselves down into something like a 12 hour chart, you know, we've just rejected off the zero line here with a beautiful converging wave on this type of head and shoulders top, you know, divergence along the whole thing from the previous highs in the midterm macro. There's there's quite a bit of stuff stacked up here. Our money flow potentially turning back uh, into the red over the next possible two, three days. Ethereum, you know, kind of slacking a little bit behind Bitcoin here. Uh, not really, I guess. So, you know, we've fallen about 150 $200 so far in Ethereum. It's almost 10%. Bitcoin, I believe we're in the same boat almost um, from the high about... so we're still like, yeah, a third um, of the price behind what ETH is Actually, yeah, so ETH is pushing ahead of Bitcoin in this instance, interestingly enough. Yeah, continuation, continuation, money flow turning red. Soon, Wolfpack potentially closing into the red as of, yeah, last candle close. And, yeah, the ETH level we need to beat seems like it's going to be 19.30. Is that... uh? closest level of what was resistance now support so closing candles on at least a four-hour candle basis below 1930 for eth uh we'd be looking for continuation back into potentially the 1780 1750 region on the next level um and then we'll reevaluate from there if we're going to see continuation farther down or if we're going to see some sort of uh, a short-term midterm bounce back up you know continue testing lower highs and potentially lower lows in that medium term if we do break below 1880 yeah 19 1930 and yeah the four hour was giving a potential bounced possibility at 29 200 being that it is the uh, four hour 618 you know there was previous support here from just two days ago on the 17th we can see If within two hours we are closing below the 6.18, we will look for continuation into the 28-28.100 region. We still would have to get closes below 28.85. right? At that point, the four-hour may end up coming back up, retesting into the 7.8.6, again, lower high, and then before getting that actual daily candle close below 28.6 which is the big, big daddy we need to do kind of deal. Sell in May and go away strikes again. <laughs> uh, potentially, potentially, you know, we'll see. Um, It may turn out to be that type of case, but the overall macro still looks, you know, obviously very bullish. We move up into our weekly and looking at two week monthly, everything is still building core strength. Like obviously our weekly um, as of like today, right? Not like hasn't shifted dramatically. But we've definitely started to see that the wolf pack, the market liberator, starting to pinch off. You know, we're starting to see some short-term, mid-term topping signal stuff here. Um, the money flow hasn't rejected off the zero line. If it does reject off the zero line, you know, our bullish case may just get put on hold for a little bit longer. Obviously, we're looking for the bullish overall scenario to play out, the higher low to come in, the perfect retest, essentially, of wherever it goes to. Hopefully towards 25, but I would just take 26, 500 as a, you know, as a good enough type of deal. If the bulls are going to have their way, we really need to see that level held, supported um, at that point if we are going to retrace back into it yeah we want to see strength off of that retest higher low um, overall like I said I don't think we've lost too much momentum um for the bulls here the three weeks still being very very bullish the monthly still being very very bullish the first potential monthly triple confirmation that we've seen since uh 2020 so just be aware of that All right we've got some very exciting things going on in the macro the volume as far as the monthly goes is still at very like like extreme lows on Bitcoin and ETH. Yeah, so just you know, keeping that in mind, ETH and BTC would potentially TC as far as this monthly close goes in 11 days. In order to get these TCs, I'm thinking that we're going to need to be above, obviously, 25,500, and as far as ETH goes, above probably 1750. So we can get back into those levels as far as daily, midterm stuff goes. We don't want to see closes of like multi-day time frames closing uh, below those levels if we lose it then potentially yes we turn into a sell in may go away type of deal and potentially we have a couple months of uh continuation let's say the stock market starts to kind of go to shit, which at this point in time it hasn't yet we're still holding on the key level major level uh resistance pull up the other chart here i found out that Owanda, by the way guys does show you like after hours uh trading this is something interesting. If you are an S and P trader, overlooker, that sort of thing. See here, yeah. So we ended up getting one day close or one twelve-hour close, I guess, above um, our major level of resistance here. And now we're seeing doji, you know, red dot, money flow turning down, uh, wolf pack turning down, bearish divergence in the shorter term, bearish divergence in the medium term, yeah. It does look like does look like rejection is much more likely at this point. Again, you know the S and P looking for the same thing as Bitcoin, a higher low towards four thousand or maybe even thirty nine forty. Very likely possible in the cards if we get it. You know, breaking through this level in the next push um, becomes that much more likely. It's still not guaranteed at that point but a higher low would hopefully give us enough strength pushing out that bearish pressure and hopefully some of the cell volume that's coming in at this level um, to be able to push up into that next uh, resistance zone of 42.70. So a potentially, you know, really fat move to come from this, almost a 300 point move from uh, the higher low if we do get all the way back down there. But, you know, we're going to need to see that level break. It's going to come right around 4,100 if we come back down uh, until next month. Say the first week of, uh, of May, we start to push back up. I would say by potentially end of month we're potentially breaking back through um that's the kind of the bullish case scenario here you know we work out that higher low and we get continuation we start pushing through this resistance line the fact that we're already turning back down we've only been above it for a single day you know obviously i don't have a lot of confidence in that right now so we'll have to see where we go from here charts are saying downside medium terms medium macro all pretty much pointing down. When we get into our shorter time frames here, we've got a little bit more of a story going on because the money flow in the 4 hour, the 3 hour and the 6 hour are still decent. I guess once we get above a 6 hour, not so good, but the 3 hour, the 1 hour and the 2 hour still kind of chilling, still kind of ranging. More than likely still reject. We're seeing quite a bit of bearish divergence again stacking up in these shorter time frames as well. See pretty clearly here, bit of a rising wedge would seem like that we've come to terms with here on the top. So, We'll have to see how she plays out over the next couple of days. Dixie and U.S. 10-year, not doing a whole heck of a ton here. Still continuing to find support and try and push up from this level. We know that if we do push up on the Dixie here, we're looking at some sort of potential double bottom with bullish divergence, potentially. Um, U.S. 10-year, nothing as bullish as a double bottom, but we are potentially still in a channel, a falling channel, potentially still bouncing up for one more push. Um, if we continue to form lower highs or if we get a higher high but overall lower high with hidden bearish divergence at this resistance of four percent the result is still going to be downside potentially finishing off this uh invert uh head and shoulders type of deal right we technically already have a lower high but the time frame of in which that it took to play out doesn't seem like it's done yet we still potentially have what could be a whole month Of this chopping around, coming back up, projecting again, and then working its way back down through support. Um, I would very much like to see a retest of that 3%, 2.9% on the U.S. 10-year yield before anything, you know, dramatic changes. Obviously, when we're back down at 2.9%, we're on um, key level, major level support, right? We can see of the channel that we've been in since uh, 2020, as well as the big boy support channel major level at 2.5 percent 2.2 percent depending on what time frame we hit it so there's a butt ton like the most support we have on this on this uh chart is between 2.9 and 2.5 so it's going to be a very heavy important level to pay attention to what happens here if we break back into our previous down broadening channel right Obviously very, very bad for the for the yields. If we can hold the retest, you know because we did obviously break it with good strength, if we retest and we hold that level of 2.3 or whatever we go back into it for a day or two and then continue very very obviously bad for stocks um, but we're still talking about almost a 40 percent continuation push down still. it'll be interesting to see how these play out other than that, Obviously, the altcoins took quite a bit of a hit yesterday when Bitcoin started dumping. The total dropped about 1.28 trillion, so 280 billion to 180 billion, uh, 1.18 trillion. So we lost quite quite a lot yesterday out of the total market cap. Does this look like it's done? Absolutely not. Three day, daily, they're all just turning over at this point. You know, I don't think you've you're, you're too late to the party. There's possibly still going to be some shorter term uh, bounces type of stuff in here. But, uh, you know, we're at the point <clears throat> where we need to essentially finish working this stuff out uh, before a decision can be made. You know, we're right at the top of that key level of resistance, major level resistance of 30K. We have technically poked above it and gotten to 31, which tells me that overall, you know, the the direction that the people want it to go is still up, right? But they're they're trying to put the fear back in because without the fear, without people freaking out and FOMOing, right? They won't get their price targets. The whales want to buy cheaper. They know that overall, over the long term, the prices will continue going up and, you know, everyone, maybe if you asked them 2 weeks ago, are we are we going back to, you know, 25? They'd say, "No." No, no way you know, we're just going to bust through 30. We're just going to keep going. We're going to 40. We're going to 50, whatever, you know, or they were on board with the short, right? And then they got pushed out and they were like, Oh, well, it's not going to happen anymore. So <laughs> only long, right? And that's, that's when the markets tend to flip uh, everything on those people on their heads. Essentially, when you when you get into that one way thinking, that's when everything shifts, that's when everything goes against you. And, you're not in a reasonable mind state to uh, make the ex- uh, the executive decision to either close your trades or you know start thinking in that other way. You know, looking for a short in the medium short term, um, potentially still looking for that macro long. Nothing in the macro, as we've talked about, has changed. So be aware of that. Just to give you again, just a quick little overview. Um, the key level we need to close below is 28, 600 right in that zone 25 uh, 28 500 28 600 once we get a you know um, a decent time frame close below that level we should see some sort of spark reaction where we push down into 27 uh potentially that 26 200 again right 26 200 may be it at this point we know we again because we had a, an extra couple pushes up we may not see all the downside that we were initially expecting right? From 28.6, we were potentially still expecting 25. Now that we've gone and reached into 31, right? Is that target the same or does it, does it creep up with the price action that creeped up? So keep that in mind. I'm still looking for 26, 200-ish for sure, in my opinion, not financial advice. It could still be 25. It could even be lower than that. It could be back to like 23, 24, that sort of deal, you know? So just be mindful of that. Things potentially could continue um, farther than I even expect, but we're not guessing, we're not checking, you know, that's, that's not how we do things. Do you guys have any questions, any concerns, anything you're excited about potentially tomorrow? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Well, I know that I am excited for tomorrow for the 420 Party Baby over here in the Triple Confirmation Discord. Let's go. We've got some very exciting announcements going on tomorrow. Be sure if you can make it to be there for that meeting. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have some... Uh, I, won't, I won't spoil the surprise. We're going to be doing some stuff. We're going to be making some announcements. I believe that the uh, pothead world will potentially be unlocked as far as like, you know, you being able to use your casino tickets and play the mini games, all the good stuff is happening tomorrow on 420. So if you guys can be there for that, we would appreciate it. Uh, you will, uh, you will not regret it. You want to be there for the news, baby. So noon PST, Um, we'll probably be going for a couple hours, you know, so make sure you have a coffee and you chill for a bit. Jump in there. Yeah. And as always, make sure you guys check out tripleconfirmation.com, your number one source for everything trading. Non-custodial, on-chain, automated trading bot. Very exciting, uh, very excited to show all everybody that. Maybe some poker. <laughs> yes, potentially some poker, Zimas. <laughs> Even as we speak, uh, those guys are in another meeting with our front-end team. They're working their dicks off. To try and get everything ready for tomorrow. So, you know, I think Will basically pulled an all-nighter. He just flew back to the UK. 20-hour, fucking 8-hour flight. Um, And he's been basically working on things since. So, yeah. Be there for tomorrow. Show the support. Love you guys. Make sure you have a great rest of your day. And I'll catch you in the next one. Till then, take care. Bye-bye.